Hey there, magical change makers and incredible spiritual beings. Before we dive into today's episode of Third Act Talks, I want to take the opportunity to invite you to Clarity and Courage, my three-month accountability program focused on helping you define your vision and drop the fears that make you believe you can't have, you won't get, or you don't deserve it. The program begins on October 16th. If you'd like more information, visit believeitlifecoaching.com or check out the show notes for this episode. You'll find all of the information in there. Now, get ready. Let's jump into another inspirational episode of Third Eye Talks. You're listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie with your host, certified life and spiritual coach, Naz Rose. Welcome back to Third Eye Talks, incredible listeners. I am so excited for today. I have been thinking about this series, which I will talk a little bit more about in a little bit for quite some time. And it finally is coming to fruition, which is really exciting. So for those of you who are just listening in for the first time, I am the host of Third Eye Talks. I am a certified life and spiritual coach and the owner of Believe It Life Coaching. And for those of you who are coming back, thank you again for tuning in. This is going to be an incredible series. This series is going to be all about the hermetic principles. And one of the reasons that I hadn't done this before is because I was trying to find someone to co-host the series with me. And I was waiting for the universe to bring that right person to me. And through a wonderful community here in South Florida called Spiritual Potluck, I was able to meet my co-host who will be my co-host for um, this seven episode series all about the hermetic principles. So my wonderful listeners join me in welcoming my co-host for the hermetic principle series, Daniel Jude. Daniel is the owner of Divine DNA Astrology, and he is also a self-empowerment coach and just a wonderful fellow follower of the Kavalian and the Hermetic Principles. So join me in welcoming Danny. Hi, Danny. Hi. Thank you for having <laughs> me. And thank you for taking, thinking of me as co-host. I'm pretty yeah. excited. Yes, yes. This is going to be really, really great. Um, Daniel and I share a love for astrology, which is essentially what brought us together in the in the same group. Um, he is a wonderful astrologer, and we we share that interest. And then on top of that, I, I forgot how it was that we realized that we each were followers of the Kabbalion, that we were reading it. I think you, I think I I I quoted something about it, or I put a picture, and then you wrote mm-hmm. like you know, oh, this, I, you know, I live by this book or this is like a book that I love. I think that's how it was, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, I think it was something like that. It was it was something you posted on Instagram and mm-hmm. it might've been a quote. It might've been just that, that it was either a quote. So not everyone probably um, was as, as exactly as acquainted with it as, as I was. And I think I mentioned it maybe like in a, in a comment. Yeah. yeah. What I commented, but you know, where you could tell where you know, I knew about the combating and the hermetic principles. 
Yeah. I think, you know, the hermetic principles are one of those things in this book is one of those things that like when you find somebody who knows about it too, you get so excited because yeah. there aren't tons of people who, um, who have read it. I mean, there are millions of people who have read it, but it just seems like you never really find someone close, you know, close enough to you to be able to share things about it. So I'm glad that we connected in that way. And I think that was the universe kind of bracing us for this series, which is going to be so awesome. So because this is micro episodic and we want to keep it under half an hour, we're going to jump right in. Okay. So um, the Kabbalion is a book, as we said, and it is a book about the seven hermetic principles. I'm going to allow my audience to go ahead and Google what that is on their own because we do want to dive right into the first principle. And what I'm trying to do with this series, what we're trying to do with this series is really to bring you these concepts and these principles and, and simplify them for you so you can walk away from each of these episodes ready to practice them and implement them in your own life. So the seven principles are the principle of mentalism, the principle of correspondence, the principle of vibration, the principle of polarity, the principle of rhythm, the principle of cause and effect, and the principle of gender. Now, as I said, through each week in these series, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into each one and show you how to implement them for yourself. So today we're going to start with the principle of mentalism, uh, which these are all incredibly important, but I think this one is like the basis <laughs> for everything that comes after it. And what this principle says, the principle of mentalism says is the all is mind. The universe is mental. And I want to read a passage from this book before we hop into our conversation, which is really the part that explained it to me and allowed me to start to implement it uh, very, like very easily right away. An understanding of this great hermetic principle of mentalism enables the individual to readily grasp the laws of the mental universe and to apply the same to his well-being and advancement. The hermetic student is enabled to apply intelligently the great mental laws instead of using them in a haphazard manner. With this master key in his possession, the student may unlock the many doors of the mental and psychic temple of knowledge and enter the same freely and intelligently. Now that was, I think, <laughs> a really intelligent way to say that we have the ability to create everything from our minds. Would you agree with that, Danny? How how do you how do you translate that principle yourself? Or what does it mean to you? Mm -hmm. The principle of mentalism, everything is mental, pretty much that our physical reality is a projection of what we create. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we'll dive a little bit deeper into it because it's kind of like, you know, source, the universe, you know, we're a, we're the reality of that, you know, by this principle of that mind of that creator, just in the same way that we're also creators of our own reality. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a lot that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to piece all of, or yeah, piece all of, um, uh, you know, the pieces together, putting it all together where all the principles makes, uh, sense connected, but, mm -hmm. um, 
because a lot of these principles, including this one, principle dimensionalism, in our modern times on social media, through different uh, media creators, they're speaking about it, whether they know it from a standpoint of hermeticism or not. So, mm-hmm. you know, this being the basis of uh, of of the hermetic teachings, I think is going to come pretty naturally for a lot of people, uh, I mm-hmm. hope, because we've heard, you know, that we're that energy goes where we're where we let it flow, you know, where we're where our thoughts are going pretty much. Yeah, I love that. And uh, the first thing that came to mind when you said about uh, we are creations of that all mentality of that all spirit was that I always say this from a creator, we came and creators we are. And so Manifestation 101 is everything is mental. We're living what we've lived in the past has been a projection of what we of our thoughts and what we are going to live is a projection of the thoughts we're having today. Everything outside of you is a, a is born of you and of your mind and of your thoughts. Now, one thing I hear often from people is like well, this is not what I want for myself, but this is what I'm experiencing. Like, I didn't bring this onto myself. What do you tell someone, you know, when they're in that position? Or what would you advise someone who's in that position where they're not living what they want? How do you tell them? Or what is a kind way that you find to be like, mm-hmm. but it is a creation mm-hmm. of yours, right? This this is something that you created through your thoughts. What do you tell somebody in that position? I know what I say, but I want to hear how you mm-hmm. bring this principle to them and explain it to them. Well, there's two things that come to mind. One of them is that we have an unconscious programming through our upbringing, through society, through everyday reality that we're kind of bringing to the forefront without us even realizing it. There's just constant mm-hmm. programming that's in the back of our you know, mind, even yeah. when we're sleeping. So those are some of those things that need to you know, be worked on sometimes if we realize that we're creating a reality or we're living something that we don't want for ourselves. Yeah. Another thing that comes to mind, which kind of goes hand in hand with it, is you know, sometimes there's deep-rooted um, things that need to be worked through, you know, uh, healing, shadow work, things of that nature. Um, kind of digging up certain roots deep within our subconscious, the garden of our subconscious, in order to make room for better growing uh, plants to, you know, plant those seeds for those to grow. Yeah. Yeah, so true. I think we talked about this a little bit, too, Mm -hmm. before um, in one of our prior conversations. We talked about how my advice to a person in that place would be, you are always creating this is your creation. It's just that because you haven't actively created it, you don't, because you haven't like actually been thinking about it. You think that you haven't, that you aren't a part of it. But in reality, like you just said, your subconscious thoughts are still happening. And so the circumstances are appearing in front of you from those subconscious thoughts. So you're always at the disposal of of energy and of this principle. It's just either you can be in the background of it or you can be actively creating it, right? Do you remember us talking about that? Like you're always at the mercy of these things, but you, one of the things that we really wanted to do with this series was to have people become 
active in the principles and to know that they are always at the mercy of them, but you can be someone who actually creates and benefits from them instead of just being someone who the principles kind of take back and forth. Exactly. <laughs> so I would say that's, that's, that would be my same advice to someone in that place. Like you are creating it through your subconscious programming, through the unhealed versions of yourself, through choices that you continue to make that you're making because you're not choosing something else to not, to not make a choice is still a choice. A and choice. You're still creating, you're creating at all times. So, okay. So let's say someone is in that position, but now they're listening to this and they're like, okay, everything is mind. Everything is a creation of my mind. What do I do today to begin to implement this, this principle in my life to ensure that in the future I'm living the way that I really desire to live, that I really actively manifest what comes next. What would you say to someone in that position? Oh, wow. I got chills because it's like literally something that I've been doing recently, like being mm-hmm. more mindful, more conscious of these, you know, things within my reality, yeah. um, you know, to in order to manifest the things that I really want to manifest. And there's a few things that come to mind um, because again, there's a lot of people out there these days, which is a really awesome thing where we can get gather a lot more information. One of the things that I feel like people should look into is identity shifting, uh, the mirror principle. Um, and uh, oh, there's one more. Um, oh, and then for instance, there's certain guided meditations that I've been doing, which kind of go into that process of uh kind of removing some of those roots, kind mm-hmm. of going deep within and then also creating a new reality, seeing yourself, your future self and being grateful for it because being in a state of gratitude actually is being in a state of receivership. And mm-hmm. so, but the key thing is consistency because <laughs> think about it, you know, depending on someone's age, but even someone in their twenties, you mm-hmm. know, they've been going through their whole life, you know, 15, 20 plus years of certain programming, whether it was through their parents or through schooling or through society, whatever it may be, certain traumas that are, again, are happening in the background. And so you're you're consciously or even unconsciously living these things and creating it as part of your reality for 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a consistent amount of time and energy to go deep within and do some of that healing, do some of that new programming and, you know, rewiring the mind in order to to let it manifest. Not that, you know, you can see that change pretty quickly, mm-hmm. but it's not like, it, and this has happened to me before in the first times that I've manifested where I got scared, like, oh, wow, that really happened. And then for... <laughs> One reason or another, whether it's life or whatever it is, I would stop consistently Mm -hmm. working on those, you know, meditations or whatever whatever form of manifestation I was doing. And then that's it, you know. And then at that point, it's very easy to go back into that old programming Mm at certain points. So consistency Mm -hmm. for me is key. You just touched on my favorite word. (laughs) (laughs) I have a whole episode on consistency. It's that it's your, you nailed, you know, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what it is. People 
don't give themselves enough time. I was talking to somebody about this recently. People don't give themselves enough time. And I think this is what I love that there's so much information on social media that you can teach yourself that wasn't accessible, at least when I was young. A lot of what I learned about energetics was I got lucky because I had a mom who who was into it and who taught me so much about astrology, energy, manifestation. But I think now there's so much information. And in that information, what gets lost is that while certain things can start to manifest really quickly, you have to be consistently connected for a long period of time to your vision and to who you want to become. And the bigger the gap is between where you are and where you want to get to, the more work and consistency that's really going to take because you're going to have to be that person for a long time before you can see it fully manifested. And people give up very easily because they see people on social media like, ah, you know, manifest in 30 days or less. And it's like, this isn't this isn't a mathematical equation. <laughs> you know, this, this takes consistency. It takes a lot of uh taking those the, that programming out of your subconscious so you can really show up like that person that you want to be. You touched on something that I thought was really interesting. It was this identity shifting and mirror. Um, what was it? Mirror. You said something about mirror, mirror principle. Mirror principle. So tell me a little bit about that. What, what are those things? Because I really do want to give people tools to immediately um, be able to implement this all is mind. What are exactly. some of these things? Well, the identity shifting, the creators, I've seen it from a few different creators, like on YouTube. Um, they're not, their names aren't coming to mind at the moment, but maybe yeah. at some point, maybe it's something that we could put out there, mm-hmm. um, you know, for further detail. But it's pretty much kind of like what we spoke about recently, kind of working backwards, kind of seeing, okay, who is the person that I want to be? Um, like even with myself as an astrologer there was a certain point where i had certain limiting beliefs and even though i had known about astrology i'd been studying it for for 10 plus years mm-hmm. i didn't even want to consider myself an amateur astrologer <laughs> so you know, you know just to give you an idea and then just through you know like you mentioned the spiritual potluck and uh, some of our mutual friends through get, getting into the spiritual community and starting to be part of events eventually that that became my identity i was doing it enough yeah. that i felt comfortable saying oh i'm an astrologer so that's just one very small example uh, of how it can work out but to do it consciously it's more so you know um, in some of these videos there's actual like steps like kind of drawing yourself and putting some keyword, like five keywords next to it um, Mm -hmm. and kind of working from there, having that be what you look towards in order to start, you know, emanating. Mm -hmm. And then the mirror principle kind of goes hand in hand when, when you look at both of these things together, along with what we're talking about, hermeticism, it kind of like all makes sense. Like, okay, I see where this is all coming from. Mm -hmm. And the mirror principle, um, this one's one that I would really want to share because I'm forgetting the cycle. There's three steps. Like we typically see ourselves in the mirror and then what we see creates a certain thought about ourselves. So let's say that's a, you know, a negative thought or a limiting belief that then feeds, you know, back into reality. And then that cycle continues mm-hmm. with the mirror principle. 
it's kind of the same as the identity shifting in the sense that we're looking into the mirror, but instead of seeing what it is that we're seeing at the moment, mm-hmm. we're looking at, again, to that future self or or a better view of what we're seeing in mind. And then that translates back into our reality and into our thoughts. And then that further kind of creates that snowball effect of, you know, um, uh, of manifest manifesting what, what we want or the way that we want to view ourselves. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. That's really, really cool. Um, I think that you just touched on really one of the most important things about these this principle is you have to see yourself as the person that you want to become and you don't wait for things to happen in order for you to start showing up as that person. If you want to manifest a certain version of yourself in the future, then you have to start showing up as that person immediately. And mm-hmm. you have to see that person in the mirror and you have to uh, think about what that person's day is like. What are some of the habits that they have? What are some of the things that they do? What are some of the people that they surround themselves with? What's some of the knowledge? What are some of the books that they read? Like, um, I've had people, you know, I've had clients who come to me and they're like, well, you know, my ultimate goal is to, you know, manifest whatever, a million dollars. And so I'll talk to them and I'll say, okay, what is it about the million dollars that you think is going to make your life different? And we take that process all the way down until we can find what is that feeling? Like, what is the feeling of a million dollars? What is it that they're going to feel there? And it's usually, you know, um, uh, peace. Uh, freedom, uh, tranquility, uh, flexibility. It's always, we always bring it down to a feeling. And then we use this principle of mind to show up in that frequency immediately. So we'll say like, I want to manifest a million dollars. Why? Oh, because ultimately that's going to make me feel really peaceful to just know that I have everything paid, that I don't have to worry about money, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, let's think about how you can start to feel really peaceful immediately and show up as a person whose life is already very peaceful. So what are your choices like? Every day, you're going to look at your choices and you're going to go, which of these puts me in the frequency of peace rather than, you know, turmoil or whatever it is. And then that's where the action really begins to take place. And that's really one of the ways that I advise my clients to be in this to implement this principle is in that way. Think about what it is you want. Think about who it is you want to be and why. What is it? What is that feeling? Once you know the feeling, you start to make decisions and show up as a person who experiences that frequency on a daily basis. And before you know it, you're there, right? You're already experiencing, you're already having that feeling. So I think that's one of my favorite techniques. And then another one, which um, I think you touched on briefly, uh, briefly a little bit before about the age is like, we used to think that the older a person was, the less we could change their mind. And in reality, what we've learned is that you can teach an old dog new tricks. Like you can be mm-hmm. well into your 60s, 70s, 80s and still create new ways of thinking that allow you to manifest because the brain has something called neuroplasticity. So for me, one of the ways that I would tell people to implement this is like 
affirmations. And I know it seems really like basic, (laughs) but to me, affirmations create those pathways, Mm -hmm. right? Start to tell yourself, like you said, I am abundant. I am uh, at peace. I am uh, happy. I am living my dream. And I do this still, I use affirmations for a very long time, repeatedly. And then I start to experience all of those things. Do you, do you like affirmations? Do you work with affirmations? And has, like, can you give us an example of an affirmation that um, came forward for you or that happened for you? Yeah, um, I do use affirmation. I do feel like it's key um, to tie it to the emotion and to believe it. That's the thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, we'll, we'll go more into it with like the further principles and with yeah. further manifestation techniques. Yeah. But that's key because mm-hmm. it could get really easy to, you know, say certain affirmations. But if we don't believe it, then we kind of, you know, again, kind of like the mirror principle, we see a reality, you know, and if in that reality, we're not seeing that those affirmations are kind of living up to what we're saying, mm-hmm. then we become, um, um, you know, we may lower our expectations or there may be frustration, you know, mm-hmm. thrown into the mix. So that's key, um, especially when one is starting out. I feel like using those affirmations that, that, uh, that kind of, again, snowball us into even deeper affirmations. Yeah. But, um, but one that, you know, that came up for me that I liked using, I forget where it was that I heard it, but, you know, I just started using it. Might, might have been Aaron Dowdy. Um, but, uh, you know, I am worthy, you know, because sometimes I I feel like that is in the mind of a lot of people that we aren't worthy of certain things. We aren't worthy of whether it's a certain, you know, type of partner relationship or job or, or title, things of that nature. Like at one point I had that limiting belief of, oh, I'm not worthy of not even having the title of amateur astrologer, you know? So so that was one like i am worthy because once we start believing that we are worthy again that's a form of receivership and mm-hmm. you know um so that's a big one for sure yeah that's awesome i'm so glad that you found that and that you you really utilized it and brought it into fruition for yourself i think that that's beautiful i love to see people do that it's it brings me so much joy <laughs> um I'll I'll give you an example of one for the audience that I, I've manifested. I've been lucky enough and I feel very grateful that I've manifested some pretty incredible things in my life. Um, and I have tons of examples and I talk about them on the podcast. So I think the most recent one, which tells you that the, you know, you're always working with a subconscious thought, right? The most recent one for me has been getting around this idea or this programming that says that in order to be abundant and to make money, I have to work really hard. And I, and I know where it comes from because I grew, you know, I'm Latina and I grew up with Latin parents Mm -hmm. and they were always like, money doesn't grow on trees. You have to work really hard. If you really want something, you have to work really hard for it. And um, I've met all of these people lately who are like, you if you're working this hard to make that money, it's you're working way too hard. Like money should flow easily to you and you should be abundant without having to kill yourself and run yourself into the ground. 
So I've been using um I've been using money flows easily to me. Money flows easily to me. Money flows. I just say it every single mm-hmm. time. And I see it. It's just coming. Like I had, I spoke for a corporate client this week. I did a presentation for them. And I had my rate, which is always the rate that I give them. And I got the speaker agreement this time. And there was like an extra thousand dollars in there for the speaker fee. And I was like, um, <laughs> you know, I spoke to the person that I always work with. I'm like, you know, I like to be really honest about these things. Like I noticed, and she was like, yeah, you know, you've been working with us for a little bit. So we decided to put some extra in there. And I was like, is it for the same amount of time? And they were like, <laughs> same thing. Everything's the same. Just, you know, basically gave you a raise. And and I was like, oh my God, this is working. Nice. <laughs> so things like that. Like, I think if you mm-hmm. just read it and you realize some of the things that you're working with that you don't even know that you're working with, if you start to shift that, if you reverse that with some affirmations and with really showing up that way energetically, you are implementing the principle of mentality. Everything is in your mind. Everything is in your mind. Everything is a projection of your mind. And you get to decide um, the role that you play in your story and how your story goes. And there is essentially nothing outside of you that can shift that. Anything else before we wrap up this very first uh, principle? Anything else you want to share? Um, the only thing is I'm really excited for these uh, future, you know, <laughs> podcast episodes because right there, like what we're ending off with, I can say, um, for instance, the principle of gender and the principle of cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Um, come to mind that will be able to support like this is like the basis like you mentioned this yes. is the foundation yes um the basics the the fundamentals but then some of these other principles are going to support this and and you'll mm-hmm. see how yeah mm-hmm. yeah so for my wonderful listeners i think um homework for this week if you want some <laughs> is to really tune into the version of yourself that you are wanting to become um And then try to find an affirmation that really works with that version of yourself, that feeling. Think about who you want to become. Think about the feeling that that person has or the feelings that that person has. And then begin to make decisions daily that are in tune with uh, that feeling and in the frequency of those feelings. And then come up with an affirmation or begin to, like Danny mentioned, Um, you know, look in the mirror, really begin to see that person, maybe draw a picture of yourself with the words, you know, around you that really uh, touch on who you're becoming. And that's going to be the first step in the rest of the series. We're going to talk again about the rest of the principles and we're going to kind of take you, this is kind of like a small course that you're going through that if you really implement it can truly, truly, and genuinely change your life. Like it did for me. And like, I know, it has for for Danny. So uh, Daniel and I are so, so excited to see you guys for the rest of this series. If you have any questions for Danny and I, we're here to help you. Uh, and we'll see you on the next episode. Uh, thank you so much. Bye, Danny. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie brought to you by Believe It Life Coaching. 
follow us on Instagram at Believe It Coach or visit our website for more information, believeitlifecoaching.com.